Hello everyone and welcome back to the Tortured Gnome Podcast. My name is Kenneth and I'm the Game Master and Producer of this podcast. This week we return to the world of the Tidewater Tales as we join our favorite bird, Figs, and our new cuddly kitty, Athos, as they meet a new friend. Unfortunately, Emily couldn't be with us for this episode, but we'll be back for our next episode. As always, we love it whenever you tell your friends about us. Since this will be a limited-run series, this could be a great introduction into the world of DMD podcasts, even if your friends haven't ever listened to one before. Please, 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 make sure that you subscribe to our feed using your favorite podcast app that we can be found on. If you have any questions or any suggestions, please email me at torturednomepodcast at gmail.com. That's torturednomepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Gnome Torture. Now, here's this week's episode. Hello, gnomes and nomads, and welcome back to the Torture Gnome Podcast. My name is Kenneth. I'm going to be your dungeon master for the evening, going around the table, starting with Thomas. Uh, hi, my name's Thomas. I'll be playing your fluffy friend, Figs. Next up is JJ. Hey, it's JJ. Uh, today I'll be playing Athos Lightfoot, the... Uh, well, I forget what race he is, but he's a cat, and he's a rogue of some sort. Tabaxi. There it is. Last and certainly not least, Hannah. Hi, I'm Hannah, and I will be playing Namira. She is a um, light cleric tiefling. No, not a light cleric tiefling, but a light cleric tiefling. Yes. So, unfortunately, M was a little under the weather today, so she couldn't make it this evening, but Hannah was gracious enough to join us again. Uh, we didn't completely scare her away the last time we played, although we tried to do that earlier in uh, before we started the episode. So, we are going to return to the city of Tidewater, and we're going to return to uh, our friends Athos and our friend Figs, and we're going to add in our new friend as well, Namira. So after your last successful, uh, you've done some other little minor policing uh, as they've tried to figure out what to do with this new potential vampire problem in, uh, in the sewers in Undertide. And what they have decided on is they're going to bring in somewhat of an expert to help you guys try to find this nest and then they're going to bring in probably the army to deal with it, or at least some elements of the army. So, Clink and Clang, Cling and Clang, excuse me, I have been pulled up topside to do a little bit of PR for the non-human police initiative. We may have a little vignette at some point about how that goes, but we'll cross that bridge when we get an opportunity to get there so they're going to be out of commission this time but athos and figs are absolutely ready to go as they get called into captain walsh's office not actually in the squad room this time but actually into his office where he is sitting behind the desk you remember captain walsh is a uh, light skin has very as a dark beard and dark uh, hair and he wears kind of these black almost plastic like uh, spectacles to be able to see a little bit better uh, he is dressed in the standard uniform but you can see that he actually has a plaid jacket over the back of his chair 
and he greets Athos and Figs as they both walk in. Gentlemen? Yeah, Athos, walk in, grab the nearest chair, just not really one to necessarily salute authority necessarily. I'm just kind of slink into the chair and uh, kind of intertwine his fingers in front of him and just wait for their next uh, you know, orders and direction. Figs is probably doing about the same thing, but a little bit more comically, being as short as he is. He probably takes a few hops trying to get into the chair and eventually uses his uh, pole arm there to help lift itself into the chair. <laughs> That's right. Filling it fully with his roundness. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Captain Walsh looks at you and some Well, gentlemen... Uh, as you know, uh, Kling and Clang are off on a little bit of a PR discussion for up top side. Uh, I'm not sure if that was the two that I would have chosen. I probably would have sent you two personally, but Councilman Pyro had decided to, that's the two that he wanted. So we let him make his, make his point. Uh, so, I've actually called you here. I know that you've been interested in getting back out there and finding out more about the vampire situation. Uh, and we have actually secured a, an expert in vampire hunting uh, that was actually outside of the city and we were able to bring them in. And he kind of motions at the side door. Uh, and in walks another figure. And Hannah, why don't you describe what this new figure looks like? Um, Namira walks in. She is, the first thing you notice is she's quite tall. Um, she has almost like a grayish purple skin, um, pale, um, pale white hair. But if you look at it in the light, right, uh, la light, no, <laughs> right lights, it almost has like a lavender sheen to it. Um, and I guess most notably of all that she has wings on her back. She is a winged tiefling. She's dressed in some rather shiny gold armor and she's carrying um, a uh, <laughs> a rather menacing looking uh, mace in her hand <laughs> that doesn't quite match the light look to her. What do What does the mace look like? It's it's kind of got a gold sheen to it, but like the look of the mace doesn't match the um, vibe of a very happy looking um, cleric. It just looks a little more intimidating than she comes off as. Okay. So maybe there's a little bit more to the uh, to this tiefling than there seems at first glance, possibly. Yes, yes. And so, Captain, yep. Oh, go I ahead. I was gonna say, how how are? I, mean, I know the kind of the undertide is is kind of the the bastion of of most non-humans overall. But how are tieflings perceived in this world? So, tieflings are much the same as most of the other monstrous races. They're outcasts, but certain places have and certain skill sets uh, allow tieflings a little bit more freedom of movement because they are humanoid 
uh, for the most part. Now, a winged tiefling uh, is definitely not the, you know, going to be like, you're not going to get invited to like high society dinners being a winged tiefling. But if you have a reputation, which it looks like this person does, uh, you and there looks like they are a member of a a not a cult, but I'm sorry, but a uh, but a clergy. Uh, you're probably going to be a little. They're going to be a lot more giving, especially when they see the clerical symbols. Uh, I think you might catch Athos. Uh, just a brief moment of kind of shock that. A tiefling, very large tiefling, with wings, just walked in the room. But he kind of cover it real quick and, and sit up a little straighter, uh, incline his head towards the newcomer, and wait to see what uh, what comes next. Biggs is uh, checking out the person that just walked in the room there, but with a, a look of just like ill, like looking at your wings and just like looking you up and down mostly judging you for your featherless wings like looking at you like a piece of trash <laughs> he's like, oh, oh. It's, it's like you know seeing the hairless cat he's, he's not not no he said that that's not right and he's he's giving you the stink eye like not the stink eye like i don't like you like the stink eye like you smell funny like something's wrong with Nice. He's not going to say anything, but like if he had a nose, it would be scrunched up, you know, like just definitely got that little side mouth thing going on. Like, mm. <laughs> he's going to lean over to uh, uh, to Athos there and be like, holy shit, they brought a demon to help us fight demons. Like, just under his breath. He's not trying to let, let her hear him, but yeah, he's just like, holy shit. <laughs> it, is, is Namira actually paying that close of attention to run a perception check on that? No. Or, or, no. Okay. Okay. She's pretty oblivious. Okay. Okay. So, Captain Walsh did hear that, and he kind of cuts his eyes over at Figs, and it's like, oh, I have kind of kind of looks like Shut the fuck up, dude. Biggs is going to kind of, eh, and he's going to, you know, start kind of picking at his chest like birds do to kind of clean themselves because he's kind of lost interest. You know, you know just kind of passively listen. So, he, he wants, so, so he wants everyone to know that he's, he's not giving his full attention to this. So he he's preening is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. So Captain Walsh motions for Namira to have a seat and he's he looks over at Athos and Figs and says Athos Figs this is Namira Netheridge she is a cleric of the light Namira this is Athos Lightfoot and he points to the cat and Figs Cortoplumo and he points over to the bird Biggs is gonna kind of shuffle out of his seat, and he's gonna uh, offer like one of his his feathered hands for a, 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 a shake. Namira will give you a big smile, and she will shake it eagerly. He will immediately jut his hand back and do like the swoop through the hair thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so 
figs and then and then like tries to coolly get in the chair but he's like you know trying to sit his butt up on this two eye so eventually he's gonna put, kind of put his arms back and lift himself back into the chair okay you know be a little toxic here uh would it be possible <laughs> to uh and i can i can uh roll a uh either a, a sleight of hand or, or stealth i want to try to use mage hand to push uh uh, the bird out of the chair. Push my chair away. As I'm uh, <laughs> uh, higher. Uh, high. Uh, give me a dex save, figs. <laughs> yep. So as so figs, as you go to you, know, you lift yourself back up towards the chair. All of a sudden, it just shoots out from under you like four inches and you fall bird bottom. I'm going to scramble to my feet and just kind of hold on to the, the, the halber like, oh, you know, like, just act like it didn't happen. Just kind of look at, look around, see where everyone's looking. <laughs> and it, it, you'd hear just a, a low uh, purring sound as Athos just sits there smiling. So Captain Walsh looks over at Figs and is like, I'll arrange for a shorter chair next time for you and for Kling and Clang. So, Nymira, these are these two are part of the party that found that we had a vampire problem. Uh, they were able to vanquish one of them. Uh, they came across two, uh, but one got away. So we've briefed you about our issue, but what I, we would like for you to do is to actually lead these two uh, into back into the tunnels. They'll take you to where they are, where they found uh, the two previously, and see if you can find any trace and see if we can find out how many we may actually be dealing with. We have just one more, one that's running around that they were unable to kill, or if we actually have a bigger problem here in Undertime. Uh, Namir would nod and she would say, all right, you got it. All right, so we've got provisions. And so Captain Walsh looks at the three of you and says, I will leave you to it. Uh, we have provision packs uh, right outside for you. You can just pick those up and put them in your bags and don't get killed out there, please. We would prefer that you not die in service to the city. We would prefer for you to live. Is that understood? Uh, I thought would stand up and uh nod uh, and uh, uh, kind of glance at the other two uh, were, were they kind of getting up as well or Namir would have stood up and um, kind of saluted Binks <laughs> was already standing and if he sees her salute he's going to do like the like stupid face with like do like a salute hand too rolls out his and uh and kind of goodbye to Captain Walsh and, and turn back towards the door to get their or his provision pack. 
and as you walk out, I mean, it's just a, it's probably like five days worth of provisions. You know, you probably don't need nearly that much, but you know, that just would be plenty in case something goes wrong somewhere. You guys wind up stuck out there for a little bit of time. You already have your water skin. It's full. Good stuff. So, um, in the pack, it's just basically food provisions. There's no kind of weaponry or uh, any any sort of like holy water or anything like that to deal with. I uh, know there. Yeah, there's none of that. Now you guys still have your lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, they actually they actually have made those part of your uniform. Since I mean, your guys are down here, and you'll patrol in areas that might be a little bit dark so uh nightmare if you'll you, you they actually provided you with one of these lights as well now you can make your own light of course but it, it they they did give you one of these these lights uh that you can adjust as needed yeah she would um obviously she would go through all the stuff that she was given and kind of like you know put it where it belonged on her person and uh, wait for the other two to be ready. Okay. Now, would there be anywhere that they could try to procure some holy water or anything of that nature? Uh, There is a small temple here, uh, but you also have a cleric with you. That's true. Yes. That might be able to create holy water. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of knelt down, situating stuff in in his pack and getting everything. Uh, glance up at Namira. So you you are a cleric. That is my understanding. You said he was crouching. Yeah. Um, Namira will kind of like squat, almost so she's more on your um. A little closer <laughs> to your eye level, if that's possible. <laughs> um, and she's going to nod um, kind of vigorously and smile at you. It's a very bright smile. She's almost like she's <laughs> like glowing. Um, she's going to say, uh, yes, yes, I am. I'm a cleric of the thunder. He's a, the light god. Kind of taken back by the, uh, no doubt, dazzling white teeth. Um, not really take a step back as he's crouching, but he'll lean back a little bit. Uh, see, as we are dealing with uh, un- undead, could you craft us even a little uh, holy water? Namira's gonna kind of like blink a couple times and then she's gonna kind of get a look of realization on her face and then she's gonna say oh oh <laughs> uh, that's what I forgot I I had asked my higher ups if I was forgetting anything and I guess holy water would be important wouldn't it <laughs> you'd think this wouldn't be my job <laughs> but yes I can get us some of that jaw will fall open a little bit like they sent us a cleric that forgot their holy water. This is gonna go well. Uh, Biggs's hand is so far in his face right now. 
He's like face bombing through his through his face into the back of his head. Just, just done. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you actually you actually have like your emergency holy water, but you don't have you didn't bring any that you could like share. So. Yes. Uh, I I was gonna say there is a there is a there's a small temple uh, to the primary good gods of the area uh, down here and there is a there's generally a cleric on hand uh, at all times so you could probably swing by there on the way out uh, and see if they can provide you with extra holy water Miro kind of like wave her hands in the air kind of like um like this isn't like you know kind of like wait 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 she's like I'm I'm not normally this forgetful I was just a little excited that I finally got to go out and um you know do something outside of the temple with other people I suppose I tend to go on hunts by myself but with other people it's oh, so exciting uh, Athos's face would run through a very quick range of emotions at first thinking that they sent a cleric that not only forgot the holy water, or the extra holy water, but had never been out in the field. But then she said that she likes to hunt alone. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, maybe it's not as bad as it's looking so far. And uh, he'll shake his head. Uh, yes. Uh, maybe we should stop by a uh, temple, see if they can help us. Uh, so as not to wear down your emergency stock. You're probably right. Stand up, shift the pack on his shoulders, and glance at uh, the other two, like, uh, ready to go. How tall are the both of you? Like, are we talking tall, like, small? Athos is is pretty tall. I think he's like six two, six three. Six two. Okay, so you're taller than Namir. I was just wondering if you were. You Prince know, is like four foot tall. Four foot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Little. He's also pretty much as round wide as he is tall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just curious, just curious. Yeah. Yeah, which you know, Athos is not used to because the the last uh, party he was in uh, not long ago was the you know, four foot something bird and two little tiny kobolds. So he's he's actually enjoying having somebody more eye level. I just... Even if. I... Yeah, even even if they are a little uh, scatterbrained, <laughs> I can't win them all. Well, no, you can try. <laughs> that is true. Yep. So you guys make your way over to Temple, uh, and there is actually a younger priest, probably. 22, 23 year old human that's actually there. Uh, and he's actually wearing the garments of 
the the goddess of the harvest. So he looks and says, "Oh, whoa, uh, hi, folks. What can I do for you this evening, this this morning?" The, uh, oh, say if not, oh, no, you step up. Well, yeah, he was gonna glance around and see, like, okay, is he gonna lead this, or is the cleric gonna take point? Uh, Namir would step up almost instantly and kind of like bow um, and uh, smile and say, "Hello, brother. Um, we are here to get some more holy water. I have <laughs> forgotten my extras and wondering if you could spare any." Oh, certainly. Uh, do you need it for? Uh, simple blessings, or do you need it for a uh, martial uh, application? Uh, martial, preferably. We are vampire hunting. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. So he actually kind of walks with you back towards the the back end, and there's actually this fountain uh, that actually has has water bubbling. And he says, when we actually built this here, uh, they were worried that we wouldn't be able to get any clean water since this was, of course, an old sewer. But they were actually found a little small stream uh, that was not being polluted that had some of the purest water that is in this area. So when they built this fountain, or the priests actually blessed the fountain, and it creates the holy water by itself. So a little different than what you're probably used to. So he actually opens up this little small cabinet nearby, uh, and he takes out, hmm, like he takes out like he takes out nine vials. He said, "Would three be?" Three and three each be enough. Um, Namira will nod and she'll say, "I I hope so." <laughs> okay. Is kind of looking over wide-eyed, and he's already got his canteen dipped into the well. <laughs> oh no! Like this is a small little fountain that he's that yeah that he's yeah he he's he, like he didn't like like he walked with Namira up. And like he was kind of like keeping you guys back. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no stealing extras. No. Yeah, you're not stealing. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a small fountain. So like, I mean, when I say small, I'm talking about like, you know, like maybe six inches across. So it's pretty small. I mean, but you don't need a huge, you know, fountain for holy water. It's not like you're drinking from it. So he takes three small vials. Vials are maybe like yeah, about an inch tall and maybe like, you know, half an inch wide. Uh, and he says, uh, you can put these in your pockets, of course. Uh, and they are these are actually also a little bit less blessed, uh, but they won't break until that you actually make an attempt to break them. So you can fall uh, or drop them, such sub such as that, and they will not just shatter on impact. Trust so us to work. They just like little potion bottles, kind of essentially. Yeah, but like they're like yeah, they're like you have tiny. To intentionally break them though. 
Yeah, yeah, these are yeah, these are like tiny though. They're like yeah, you know, like I said, like about an inch, uh, you know, inch by half inch, uh, you know, little little rectangles. Uh, so does Namira uh, hand those like hand those out? Yeah, does... she would uh, pass three each to both of them. Rex hmm. does not believe in this hanky panky here. Oh, some dude talked over this water for a little bit. Now it's going to kill things. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not into that hoo-ha. So you guys now have holy water. Uh, Namira, you said you divvied it out? Yes. Okay. So everybody has three holy waters in there. In- uh, is there any sort of, like, collection plate around uh, I mean, there's like an altar kind of in the middle of the room. So after he secures his holy water, he's going to sort through some of his other pockets and uh, pull out a couple little coin purses, little, little sacks, and uh, he's actually going to leave a sack with about 40 gold, uh, which is pretty much everything he has uh, over on the altar. Uh, not really trying to make it known, but you know, kind of jangle it and, and set it on the altar, and as he walks out, just kind of wave a hand and thanks to the uh, cleric that helped him get that holy water. Okay. What's that for, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's not trying to make it known. Vigs might try to slip that little baggie off the altar. I mean, were you trying to do that? Yes, sir. I just didn't know if you'd allow it, so I figured I'd roll it while he was saying it. So, uh, if he's, like, nonchalantly putting this bag of coin up there as soon as he continues to walk out, I think uh, Figs would reach for the bag of coins. Uh, uh, would Athos notice this? The priest does. <laughs> but does he, he say anything? Or is he as, too as he kind of as he kind of walks over and puts his hand on top of yours as you try to money. <laughs> he, he, oh, I was just adding to it and he's, the fig's just going to take a gold out and put it in the bag and set it back. Okay. And he smiles and looks at you and is like, thank you, brother. And they kind of walk of shame out of the church. <laughs> yep. Then I'm, I'm assuming Nymira does not right register that at all. Nope. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a goody two shoes in the, in the building here. Yep. So you three are outside the building and that's the route to take you guys back where you were previously. Uh, so would um, I'm sorry, Tom. Your character's name keeps escaping me. Figs. Uh, Figs. There we go. After the uh, Three Musketeers crack, I keep like calling you know Porthos. Uh, does uh, Figs take lead on leading them back to? that entrance they found or is he kind uh, of I, hanging back 
Uh, he, he usually hangs back. He doesn't usually do any of the lead, and he doesn't feel like he's uh, paid enough for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Athos is not really looking to be any sort of leader in this, but uh, watching Fabes kind of... Everyone's kind of walking side by side, not yeah. really trying to be the leader. <laughs> yeah, everybody's and trying to... We all know where we're headed. <laughs> yeah, we all know where we're headed, but want to be the last one to the party. <laughs> Namira would lead, but she doesn't know where she's going, actually. She's new. <laughs> kind of imagine a time or two uh, she takes the wrong turn and uh, Athos will throw a uh, mage hand in, in front of her, like pointing the other direction, like, nope, back this way, come wait, on. Wait, wait. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the shiny. Let's go. Yep. So it takes you a few hours uh, to get back. And you have you actually have your maps as well. So uh, if you get lost, you should be able to be able to find your numbers and figure out where you are. Uh, but you guys remember it pretty well. And there it is. There's the cross tunnel that will take you back to where you originally killed that one vampire and the one got away. Figs is going to get near the entrance and he's going to say, oh, ladies first. And he's going to kind of half bow and, you know, put his, his wing out towards the door. Athos would... Yeah, is there any sort of like crime scene tape over this or is it just still open which is kind of the warning of hey there's vampires in here uh it is still wide open um i'll just shake his head a little bit at that like we know there's a problem yet we're not going to secure at least one known entrance all right oh well they're they're not they're not letting anybody through here oh okay that that the caravans the caravans are actually having to go into town and they're having to use the elevators to bring goods down, which is really aggravating. So you got to bring fresh goods in that you have to go all the way into town, and then go and use the go and use the blasted elevators. Well, as Figs makes his little crack, uh, Athos will shake his head, uh, turned into Mira. Uh, not necessary, ladies, but perhaps. Clerics first. Uh, Namir will smile, irregardless of the comment, and she'll say, Of course, I'll go first. And she'll walk in. And Athos would be pretty close behind, and he's going to try to stick to whatever shadows. I know it was dark in here last time, but he's going to grab a wall until they figure out, make sure they're not going to get attacked first thing, walking in again like last time. So does somebody want to take their light out? Uh, Namira would. Okay. So are you going to use like like a light cantrip or are you going to use the light that they gave you? Uh, she'd probably cast light on uh, probably her mace. Okay. Kind of holding yep, so it out I, like a torch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that kind of gives you a good, you know, good useful amount of light. Uh, as you walk in, and you can, as you walk in, you can actually see some battle, although they're probably about a week old or so, which would track with the time frame that it took for them to get you here. Uh, and you see kind of this dark eaker, which is you're you're familiar with, you know, vampire spawn blood. 
So probably not full-grown vampires at this point yet. So you know that it's you know you know from you know from hunting monsters and especially vampires, uh, it takes you know several years before they actually get to a point where they could turn someone. Uh, so you could share that with your two party members if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, Namir would walk in, kind of like investigate the scene, kind of crouch down, look at the blood, um, kind of like look at the, you know, damage turn around, and she'd um, turn back, look at the other two, and she'd say, Well, you're lucky. At least they aren't, they don't seem to be old enough that they could turn people. Um, vampires take at least a couple years before they can do any mm, permanent damage. Other than eating you, mm-hmm. yes. Other than eating, yeah. I mean, they could. I mean, they could. You know, exsanguination is still a <laughs> still a thing. I mean, they could feed you know, on your entire you know, on your entire blood system. But at least you wouldn't be immortalized as a vampire. Yes, yes, you will. Yeah, they, they, yeah, you, you'd just be an empty husk at the end. Um, so you'd be a say say that ignominy. Athos would nod. But then consider for a second and go, but, but something turned them. You are correct. There's probably uh, a group of them of some sorts. There's got to be a higher up in there. Someone who is strong enough to turn them. How, how many have they seen? Has it just been the one? Do you know? Well... We encountered two. We uh, took care of one. The other fled. And there haven't been. You weren't. You know they. That's what they told you, is that they've had had these two, but there haven't been any other notes of any other specific sightings. And it was just kind of dumb luck that they fell onto these two here. Uh, Namir will kind of nod and she'll say, well, let's hope that we get to them before the coven gets too large. Uh, How big does that typically look like? Would I know how big a coven typically is? Uh, It would depend on the sources of food uh, because there are vampires that don't feed on you know sentient beings uh, there are there, there are vampires out there that would feed on wildlife uh, vampires in this world are not nearly as susceptible uh, to sunlight as normal legends are uh, they do get weaker in the sun but they're not gonna like burst into flame here uh, they just don't like the sunlight because it does make them it doesn't make them like half as weak but you know they lose about a quarter of their their strength uh, and their and their speed so normally you wouldn't find them out in broad daylight but as long as they're in the shade you know they're fine it's just when they're in the light is the is the big issue okay. uh, but those tend to be smaller families almost. Uh, those are a little bit less violent 
than most of the other ones. Those are probably going to be your four to eight at most. Uh, underground covens that have been found in cities, if they are, if they are sufficiently cultured, can be anywhere from fifteen to twenty. Uh, but they would, of course, be, you know, feeding on, you know, more of your actual people at that point in time. Uh, but one person could make a meal for, you know, ten. So they and they really only have to feed about once a week. So, you know, eight people missing in a in a month might not raise eyebrows. But those are those are going to be your more well-established covens, and normally they wouldn't be in like the sewers. So this is something. This may be something different. Um, Namir would relay that back. Um, yeah. Okay, so Namir, why don't you give me a? I want you to give me a perception check and I want you to give me a wisdom check. Back to back. Let's see. Where's my perception? Perception and a wisdom. <laughs> wow. So not great, but not too bad. So you kind of figure out, you kind of point in the direction that you figure that the other one ran in and they kind of, and you know, it's like, Hey, it went, it went that way. And they kind of walk you down to the cross path that it took. That was after that was there. So you kind of have a scent. Mira would look to the other two and she's gonna she would say um I have an inkling it probably went that direction uh are you two ready to go head down that way anywhere else you'd like to look before we head down we are following the expert You hear a small chuckle out of Vince as he just continues to follow. <laughs> Alright, then Amir would head down the direction that we thought it came, or ran to. Okay. So, you travel for, you know, you kind of make some turns, and you actually find a couple of spots where you see, like, scratches on the wall that look like, you know, maybe claw marks. And why don't you give me another perception? Uh, can I either assist or? Yeah, you could. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can assist to let her roll with an advantage. That's that's a good thing that you had that uh, that had that advantage. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yes, so you guys travel a little bit more, and. Namira just kind of sticks a hand up, like up in the air, as a, as a halting motion, 
and you can actually see a little bit of maybe firelight coming from you know coming from you know a you know from a from a cross court and you can hear voices and we hear actual voices not like the guttural you know, sounds of like creatures give me a perception check okay uh it there's one voice that sounds like it may be goblin but the other two voices that you hear sound human are there any like little offshoots like tunnels or anything where we are is it just one straight one well you're on a straight tunnel with a cross tunnel you know kind of you know right there uh if you go back about there's just like cross tunnels every hundred so so it looks like this may like this whoever this is may be in the you know maybe they're not in the cross tunnel but they're in the next main tunnel so you could go back back to back one cross tunnel or you could go up a cross tunnel i think uh before they get any closer face like shit 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 and start like pushing the other two and like trying to like shove them into like you know just off, out of like sight range in the tunnel we're in into the little offshoot oh no no you would want to like bring them back away from the cross tunnel so then like I'm, I'm like you're here you're here a, okay so so you're <laughs> you're you're in a main corridor and then there's a there's a cross corridor to your right say the sounds are coming from down that cross corridor uh, it's coming from down the cross okay yes uh well then I, I would try to post up on the corner like against the side where they're coming from okay and, and kind of like implore the others to do the same uh, so looking around is this this kind of your typical um, what's that like art archway looking tunnel like is there any yeah anything in the upper uh, area that could potentially you could, could be like climbed on to to get closer and, and be less noticed uh the they all have like these uh on the inside of the cross tunnel they have these like little like these ladder rungs that you that you would use to kind of climb up and cl- for cleaning purposes. Okay. Like there's like they're like arches. They're not like actual like round like round tunnels. Mm-hmm. Like they're not rounded all the way. So they're just kind of you know key you know keystone arches. Okay. Okay. Um, he would uh, glance around and realize there's nothing he could get closer without really just blowing their little bit of cover they got and uh, slink back towards any shadow he can grab a hold of. Just gonna look over at Namira like, alright, now what? So we're, from what the other two look like, they're trying to hide and get out of the way? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Biggs is hiding around the corner to shank someone as soon as he sees them. Um, Namira, knowing that she's not very stealthy, she would, um, probably put out, uh, she'd probably glance at the other two first, and she would kind of, like, drop her tone a little bit, a little bit quieter, and she'd say, 
Can either of you see in the dark, or do I need to keep this on? Um, no. Pigs cannot see in the dark. <laughs> um, if that was the case, uh, she would kind of like hurry and hide, uh, kind of move back with uh, Figs and um, kind of like shove her mace under her um, cloak or like hide it so the light was like just blocked rather than just being out. So it was a little bit more. Um, <laughs> so that like when they're walking down the way, they aren't going to be like, oh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Six, I got I, 60 I, foot I, dark vision. Yeah. Depending on where you look, I was looking at, I have 60 foot dark vision too. Oh, you do? Yeah. I think the original place where I made it, it doesn't, but on some things it does. So if you had dark vision, Namir would just put the light out. Yeah, I'll yeah I'll give it to you. Okay. Yeah. Then yes, I can see in the dark. Okay. Then Namir would still move back with um, Figs, but uh, she would just cancel the light and put it out. Okay. So lights are out, and you can kind of see this this light from like yeah that they just kind of just a little flicker. And then you still hear those voices. It doesn't appear that you've raised them yet. Do uh, goblins have the the standard goblin uh, backstory here, where they're just you know piece of shit guys? Ah, <laughs> uh, so goblins are or have been very industrious. They tend to build. I mean, it's not like the like they normally don't have the best building material. But goblins, if you give them really good building materials, they can build some pretty cool buildings. They're 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 kind of have a more of a organic architecture versus what a what dwarves would have. Normally, you would just have a bunch of a bunch of goblins would build things, and if a couple of them died, well, that's just kind of the price of building. Okay, uh, yeah, I think Tom, fig, they're fig trying to overcome the uh, stereotypes of their past, like. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Hannah, what's your character's name again? I'm sorry. Namira. So uh, Fix is going to kind of like put his wing out to Namira and kind of like push her against the wall and say, what now, smooth skin? And he's just going <laughs> to like nodding towards the the uh, the noises coming down the hallway with the torch. Um, Namir's gonna kind of brush the insult off as if she didn't even hear it. She's used to hearing <laughs> stuff like that. It doesn't even phase her at this point. Um, and she's going to kind of like um, whisper back. She's gonna say, well, for one, we're going to wait and listen. If we can hear what they're trying to say, we can get maybe get some information about what they're doing or where they're going. If they walk down this way, then, well, <laughs> Namir's gonna kind of like wave her mace around a little bit. He'll actually grin at that, and he'll kind of kneel down, which puts him at, like, two feet tall, and uh, <laughs> kind of, like, aim aim his halberd kind of, like, towards the corner. So just kind of, as soon as they come around the corner, he's just going to jam it forward. Okay. He's going to wait for the signal, because uh, this is this is our uh, vampire hunter leader, so he's, he, he's, he's waiting for instructions. Okay. Hannah, why don't you roll me a flat D20? Alrighty. Oh! Alright, so it appears that they are not moving anywhere. So they're just kind of, this group is just kind of hanging out. And 
you can you can kind of listen in and apparently there are three vampires that are here and one of them is a hobgoblin so that's why you were able to pick up you know the the goblin tones and you kind of listen for a few more minutes and you kind of get the idea that they're you know a little scared that think something's going to come down on them like and one of them references his brother that was killed a, a while, about a week ago so you're probably pretty sure one of these is one of, one of the human voices that you hear is probably the one that ran away from this party before So from where we're at, if we were to stick our heads a little bit down that, that cross um, corridor, could we see them or do we just still see the firelight? Yeah, you could. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, they're like right at the edge of this cross corridor, other side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Athos would look over at Namira. Well, I guess, I guess I'd ask, is, could Namira even see, uh, however close they are, you know, probably 15 feet or, or less, could she see that far and, and be able to communicate to us? I mean, she should be up. I mean, I mean, she's, you're all still like right there listening. Mm-hmm. Um, will. He's got his hand on the hilt of his rapier, and he'll start to just slowly unsheathe it, uh, shrug his shoulders at Namira like, "What are we doing?" Uh, Namira would. Um, did the does the group seem like they're done talking about anything of importance? Yeah, I mean they're just kind of, they're just kind of talking, you know, kind of general general feelings, and they kind of go in and out and. I mean, you guys have been there for about half an hour, and it seems like they're, like, camped here or something. Namira would, um... She'd kind of look to the other two, and she'd say, If you think that we can take all three of them, then I think a surprise ambush would be best. If not, we can make a sound down here, and one of them might come down and check, and we can take them out one by one. Okay... I don't know what kind of oh, go ahead. I don't know what kind of skills you all have, but whatever you think is best. Um, so kind of thinking about it and, and looking down, uh, trying to peek around to see can can you see how how far away are they from where they're at right now? Like, are they within sixty foot? No, that, I mean you're probably talking about a hundred feet down this this uh, this cross cord. Okay. Um. So, at the Namira kind of asking what, what kind of skills they're looking at, um, Athos would kind of rub his fingers together, and you'd see a uh, a little, almost a little uh, line of electricity stretch between them, and he kind of real quietly I usually stick to shadows but 
I do know some magic. All right. Um, Namir would look down at um, Biggs. I assume you use that. Is he, does he have a sword? What does he have? He has one uh, big halberd that's a couple feet taller than he is. I assume you use that halberd exactly as it's intended. He's going to give a, like a knowing nod. at the other two and um, I need to be closer to attempt this and he's going to try to see if he can stealth his way uh, hug the shadows and um, get to right within 60 foot um, but as he's walking and kind of motion the others to not follow too close, but stay stay close enough to him to where he not by himself. Okay. So I don't know if you want any stealth check to try to get within that. that yes, I distance. do. All right. Yep, that's good enough. Um, and that should be within... Forget how to check distance, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's within that's within sixty. So with uh, he's gonna glance back. It's a little closer. It's about forty-five, fifty foot right there. But he's gonna glance back at uh, at the other two, like kind of deep breath, and um, he's going to attempt to cast uh, shatter at second level um, it is a sudden loud ringing noise painfully intense erupts from a point of choice your choice within range and then each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a con saving throw uh, on a failed save they take 3d8 thunder damage and half as much on a successful one and, all right what's uh, the save it is a uh Constitution 14. And then, of course, that'll be centered right on, kind of right there in the middle to get hit all of them. Let's uh, do it on the Hobgoblin. What's the number again? Yep, so you had two fail and one succeed. Okay, so the failures took uh, 12 thunder, and then the successful save took six, took half as much. Just a second. She said 13, 6, and 6. 13, 13, 13, and 6. Uh, 12, 12, 12, and 6. Okay. Get set, set up here. All right. You said 12 and 6. Is that right, JJ? Uh, yeah, 12. Yeah, 12 for the two failures and 6 for the six, uh, six for the succeed. All right, so they are now aware of your presence, and they all spring up. And it is time to roll some initiative. Let me put a turn here. Do I have figs on the map yet? Yes, Tom? I do. Where is yeah, he on the I map? Do. I don't see him. Okay way back 
Hey, you gave me one of your your, your busted eights. Oh, my bad. I had a 22, 22. sir. <laughs> and then what's your what's your dex, Tom? I can't tell you that. Well, that's that's well, meta gaming. <laughs> no, he needs he needs to know for the purposes of actually determining who I, goes first. I got a sixteen. Uh, I do as well. <laughs> okay, uh, it will go to intelligence. That's a, a negative one. Intel. I have a zero on that at a ten. Okay, so Figs would actually be first. Right, Figs, you're up. Oh, well, being uh, that he's so far back, his first move is just going to be to uh, (laughs) catch up. Uh, you could you could have moved up in the time that it took for that, so you could be up with the rest of the party. Okay. And he still can't reach anyone. So, <laughs> but being uh, the the crazy man that he is, he's just gonna run forward screaming, just ah, with the the halberd kind of behind his head in both hands, just running straight forward as fast as he can on his little like two inch legs. Okay. I will let you if if somebody enters a square. I will let you uh, hold action and then just take a basic attack at them. All right. Yeah, I'll hold my attack action then. Yeah. All right, Athos, you're up. Okay. Um, let's see, which one is the the hobgoblin? Uh, the one in the middle, right here. In the middle there. Okay. Then. He is going to uh, pull out his uh, short bow, and uh, he's going to take a shot at that guy because he looks to be the biggest. Okay. Uh, yeah. so take the shot. shot. All right, All right that'll hit. That'll hit. So, 14 with sneak attack. Two damage. Which I do, because one of my features, I do get uh, sneak attack. So, everything's copacetic. It's, uh, yeah, so there's uh, rakish audacity. Um, don't need advantage on the attack roll to use your sneak attack against a creature. No air creatures are within five foot of you and don't have disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay. All right. So next up is the hobgoblin. And he's like, We don't want this. But he's he steps forward to this bird thing and go ahead and take your swing Tom yep that'll hit 
Oh, let me unclick my rage for right now. So it's just the 11. Okay. All right. And he's going to take a swing. He's got his own separate hit points, so I'm just going to use the same attacks. So he is going to take a swipe with his claws. That'll be a 22 to hit. That'll hit. All right. He's going to grab you instead of dealing damage. And he's going to bite. Can I use my Radiance of the Dawn? Uh, sure. So, What's it do? let's see. Oh, that's not the right one. Uh, no, 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 no. Where's my other one? It's Warding Flare. Sorry, that's, that's the one I want to use. I should be able to use it on... Yes. Yep, so you can use your reaction to do that. Yes. So that will... Let's see. That's still going to put us at a 13. Still at a 13 disadvantage. 13 is going to... Unfortunately, that'll hit figs. All right. Okay. So you're going to take... <laughs> yep. You're going to take eight piercing and four necrotic damage. And he's going to look like he's a little bit strong. Next up is Namira. Um, let's see. And the Hobgoblin does have a sword on his back. Why don't, uh, real quick, uh, Athos and Figs, give me a perception check real quick. I just want to see something. I got a 15. Uh, you guys recognize this Hobgoblin? Uh, he used to live in Undertide, but he actually decided he was going to try to go make a way for himself uh, outside of Undertide. And he hasn't been heard from in six months. You know, he just kind of went by the nickname Hobby. <laughs> so carry on. Um, 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 let's see. Is he still latched on to figs? Yes, he is still holding him. Namira is going to, upon seeing that he's been latched onto, she's going to run up right behind um, Biggs. I'm kind of reaching her hand out and touching his back. And she's going to cast uh, protection from good and evil on him against undead. Okay. So no charm, no frighten, and disadvantage. Yes. Uh as she reaches out to touch his back, um, Fix is going to kind of feel like a soft, warm light, kind of like a like a nice hug being spread around him, emanating from his back from where she touched her, touched him. Um, and then uh, that would be her turn. Okay. Next up is one. 
it's uh -oh. going to go. It does not like the look of that metal thing there. And it's going to take a claw attack. Does a 15 hit, Namira? Uh, yes. Uh, no, 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 no. 15 does not hit. Yeah, 15 does not hit. You have a 16 AC? I have a 18. Oh, good God. <laughs> All right, we're well, just going to try it again. And even less. So next up is number two. It's going to do the same kind of thing. Except now it's going to have some advantage. It's going to swipe. It's a 19. That will hit. All right. Uh, take seven slashing. Okay. It's not trying to grab you. And a 25. That will hit. Eight slashing damage. Okay. All right. Next up is Figs. Figs, this thing's got you. Figures, uh, so originally he was freaking out a little bit that you know he's kind of bitten into and he's struggling against it then he felt that nice little warm hug probably made his back feel better for a second he forgot about and then kind of snapped back into holy shit this guy's still biting me so he's struggling again and uh he's gonna try to uh with one hand try to run it through with the halberd okay go ahead 18 that'll hit Oh, I meant to say raging, but I didn't, so uh, we'll take that two off, so 11. Okay. But uh, at, at the end of his turn, can he go into a rage? <laughs> uh, if that's your next. bonus action? Yeah, so for yeah. next turn, he'll be ready. All right, yeah. so... I'll, so. I'll, I'll go ahead and give it to you. It's only two points, so... I'll go ahead and give it to you that you slipped into it as, as you realize, oh my god, I just got bit... <laughs> I just got bit by a vampire. He's getting chewed on. He's like, oh, just son of a bitch. He tries to run it through. Does the 18 hit? Yes, yes. yes. So, that, so I'll run him through for 11. 13. 13. I gave you the uh, rage. Thir oh, okay, 13 with the rage. Yep. All right, Athos, you're up. He's back in the corner purring and licking himself. Yeah, see, he's going to... Everybody out real close real quick. He's going to stay where he's at. Let's see, and that's... Namir there. And then who's that right in front of Namir? Is that fixed? And then Hobgoblin. Hmm. Actually, no. He's going to come up right over here. And he's going to take a swipe at this guy with his rapier. Okay. Well, you have advantage on that, so swing away. Yes. That'll hit. Do it again. Just you can roll do it again, see if you get No, but still pretty good. Um, and then... Roll me some damage. Yeah. One more thing. Trying to find one of my features here. My class. Um, nah, forget it. I'll look that for next time. So then... Um, here we go. Eighteen damage. Eighteen damage. So he's gonna kind of slide right up there, scoot in, and stab him pretty good. And then he also has a feature 
where if I perform a melee attack on a creature, my speed, uh, double speed until end of turn, wants to use, can't use this trait again until you move zero feet on your turns. And then also, fancy footwork, if I make a melee attack against a creature, that creature cannot make opportunity attacks against you for the rest of my turn. So okay. he's going to run up, stab, and then he's going to bail uh, out. Scoot 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, right over here. And can I bonus action hide? Uh, yeah, it's dark enough. You can. Okay. So he's, yep. he, he feels pretty, pretty safe in the shadows. Yep. Now, Mary, you just saw Athos run up, stab the crap out of that vampire, run back, and disappear. <laughs> like ninja, ninja Gaiden kind of thing. All right. Next up is Hobby. And he still has, uh, he still has the bird by the throat. It's going to rake with its claws again. That's a 21. Yeah, that'll hit. That's is, it, is that with disadvantage with the... Oh, uh... 12, excuse me, 12. 12 is my AC, so it still hits, unfortunately. Oh, gosh. Yep. <laughs> so that'll be 10 damage. And oh. it's going to try... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't wear any armor. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> And it's going to try to bite again. That'll be a 15. Yeah. And yeah. It, gets, it gets a wee bit stronger. And it, and it looks kind of past uh, the bird at Nymeria and says, Parlay! Parlay? What? Man, Fakes is getting tore up, guys. So it said Parlay. I don't know what that means. I'm gonna assume Namir also doesn't know what it means. Um, would um, being from Namir is not stupid. Parlay, parlay means I want to talk. Well, I was gonna say uh, uh, Athos would from the shadows be like, it means they want to talk. Giving away his stealth position. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he could said that. So Namir, it's your turn. She's gonna narrow her eyes at him. And um, she's going to say, remove your claws from my companion, and then maybe I'll think about it. It does. He does? Yep, he, he takes it. it he, like, he drops back into, he like, lets go of, of things and kind of drops back into a defensive pattern, but retracts the claws. And uh, the other two kind of do the same. And Namira push figs behind her. Yeah, I'll let you. Yeah, I'll let you. Uh, I'll switch y'all. Kind so. of like shuffling him back, like yeah. and taking place in front of him. Yep. Um, and she's going to say, uh, she's going to kind of, kind of keep her eye on him. She's not going to say anything yet. You, you uh, come to uh, uh, so difficult to talk now. You come to hunt and kill us. We did did not hurt anyone. 
Then how do you explain all the disappearances that have been happening? Not us. Uh, give me a perception. So as you kind of look him up and down, you can tell that this guy is probably starving. Like that bit of blood that he had right there may have been the first meal he's had in weeks. And they can go for a couple of months without eating if absolutely necessary and they don't do anything else. But it can really cause havoc on them. Well, and seeing that, like, and that he's clearly not been the one feeding and, um, yeah, she will kind of lower her defensive stance just a little bit, kind of drop her hand off of her holy symbol ever so slightly, not completely down. Um, did we hear them speaking in any languages we might've recognized when, um, cause he seems to be speaking broken common, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's speaking calm. He spoke goblin. Like, like you, goblin. he may have been speaking a little bit of goblin earlier, but you're not sure if this is if it's, it's broken kind of its weakness. Oh, I see. Okay. Are there any of any others like you down here that you might know that have been doing this? We are sent. They wanted us to hurt, but I live here. I remember Bird, and he points it. He points at Figs. He was not nice, but I remember him. Um. We want help. We're hungry. Don't want to drink blood. Help us in the... Um, help us in you would like to be not a vampire, or help us in you need help with food. E- either. Hmm. Um, Vermina's, or Vermina, oh my gosh, Namira's eyes are going to kind of soften and, um, kind of like a little bit of pity will fill her expression. Um, and her hand will kind of completely drop down and, uh, she'll kind of like motion for, uh, I don't know if Figs is still, he's, he's probably still raging, isn't he? Uh, Tom? <laughs> is Figs still in his rage? Sorry, yeah, Figs is still raging pretty good behind you. If he wasn't so hurt, he wouldn't have let you slide him back like that, but he's, he's hurting pretty bad. <laughs> this tiny, like, bird's just hulking out behind me. <laughs> <laughs> hulking and bleeding. Um, she's going to um, kind of look back, um, kind of in the direction that Athos was, and then look back at the hobgoblin. She's going to say, and he he nods real weakly and sticks his hand out like for a handshake uh vermin oh my gosh (laughs) would um take his hand kind of she she looks hesitant for just a moment 
Um, not, she doesn't normally <laughs> go out of her way to um, aid vampire spawn like this, but he does he seem genuine in his desire to be helped? Yeah, like, like you can tell, like, they're, like, it, it, you, you kind of look back at the other two and they look hungry as well. Like, you, you realize something's going on here that's not normal for vampires. Uh, then and, they, and they said that they were sent. Sent. Okay. Uh, stupid, uh, shake his hand then. Yep. So he shakes his, shakes, shakes your hand. It's, it's fish situation, uh, where like his, like, like he wants to shake your hand real good, but like, it's not like, he just doesn't have enough strength behind it now. Once that's done, um, Namira's going to turn and, um, she is going to use a level two healing word on, um, figs. Uh, so we are we are out of combat. You're out of combat rounds, yes. Okay, so uh, as he's not going to get real close, but he's that Athos is going to come up about uh, still away from them, but closer to to y'all, and uh, he's just going to uh, hum a little, almost like a, a sea shanty, and. He's going to soon may the kitty men come learn some <laughs> some tasty numbs. Uh, some uh, a song of rest, um, and then so anybody who's healing can uh, take an extra one d six healing. After um, Namira put some healing on a, a fig, she's going to kind of turn to um, the hobgoblin, um, and she's going to say, "What's your name?" Humans called me Frederick. Frederick. All right. You should probably sit down, Frederick. You don't look well. Fix is going to say, yeah, why don't you have a seat over here? And he's going to pull out one of uh, the holy water vials and be like, here, drink this. It'll help you feel better. <laughs> Namir is going to kind of slap at his hand and say, stop that. He's going to kind of reposition it back in his pack or kind of grumbling. He'll step kind of back behind our, our spokeswoman here, our spokesdragon. It sitting won't help. Need food or something. I understand, but I need you to sit down, sit tight, until we can get something here for you. <laughs> Namir's kind of gone like healer mode on her, but she doesn't, she can't, you know, help them with any heals because she doesn't have, you know, any harms. But um, she's kind of, kind of gesturing, like, kind of like insisting that he sit, kind of like looking at the other two and like waving them over. Um, is, would it be possible for Athos to attempt to find maybe some rats? Or something nearby. Uh, if they were nearby, they've probably been eaten already. Already been eaten. Yeah. 
uh, I think and glance around and then that realization will come to him and he'll shrug he's well was gonna help but that's fine he's he's still gonna stay away but um, he's lean against um, you know, kind of walls here just tail kind of flicking behind him uh, almost irritated not really sure what in the hell is going on and Frederick looks up and says can you take us to captain he's uh Mira looked back at the other two and she would ask how do you think he would take that if we brought them back I mean I mean at the state they're in if even if they were to do something up there, they'd be overwhelmed instantly. Uh, Athos is gonna kind of push himself off the wall and pull out the three vials of holy water that he has and kind of clang them around in his hand just a little bit. Not, not menacingly, but uh, I think taking them in might answer some questions but I have a uh, call it safety precaution and then glance at each of the vampires in turn you will be bound by your hands and one of these vials will be held in your mouth. When we reach the captain and have appropriate backup, we will remove them. Deal? Raise one of his feline eyebrows and the tail just kind of swishing behind him. One of the humans looks back at, at Frederick and says, We have choice. And Frederick looks at looks over at Athos and nods and says acceptable. And he, he puts his hands in front of him. Like just Offers him up. So he will, Athos will uh, glance over at um, Figs and toss him some rope. And uh, if you would tie them and glance at Frederick, uh, I do apologize for my part, but. You must understand where we come from. I... I know... I know. Uh, His his gaze will soften a little bit. Uh, Still not fully letting his guard down, but he's he's starting to gain a little bit of sympathy. Uh, Still not fully trusting, but still not not quite in the 
position he was in five minutes ago. Um, and as they're as they're bound, he will take one vial and, and he'll have a dagger in his other hand. It's it's not in a threatening matter, more of a it, you don't bite me, I don't bite you, and attempts yeah. to gently put a, a vial in each of their mouths. And uh, if he has it, kind of a like a cut up a bag or a, like a burlap sack, like a almost like a muzzle. Biggs is not having such the uh, nice nice uh, interaction with his. He is just overly tightening all the ropes, and he's actually going to put his vial in long ways before putting the rope in his mouth, so it's constantly almost choking the guy. He has to keep coughing it back up to stop from suffocating, and it's just kind of (laughs) like banging around on his teeth the whole time. And Frederick looks over at at you and says, I... we... no bag, as he looks at at Athos. We all ready bound and deadly water in our mouth we will not spit it out it will burn if we do anyway Athos will consider for a moment and uh, he'll, he'll nod and, and put the scraps of, of sack uh, in, in a pocket uh, and he'll step back glance at Namira can I just Shrug. Here we go. Frederick looks and says, I remember the way. And he actually leads the procession. And, yep. You got anything you want to say? I was going to say, Athos is going to follow kind of behind. He's going to have an arrow. Uh, knocked, but it, it's not going to be under tension. He's going to have it you know, knocked on the string and just hold the uh, the bow okay. at, at his side at a, at a loose ready. Okay. Briggs is walking behind the one he tied up and just kind of poking it with the point every now and then to get him moving and enjoying the sounds of him gagging on that potion over and over. He's just kind of uh, he, laughing he, to himself. He, he got the potion kind of in the right spot, so he's not gagging on it. My Pokemon will he start gagging again? <laughs> <laughs> I just want him to have a miserable walk as as I was bitten, and, and I'm quite offended by it. <laughs> and you guys walk for the few hours that it takes to get back to town, and like a crowd like starts gathering as you guys kind of march them into the into the constabulary and captain walsh like as he as you walk in like you just see all the color drain out of his face and he looks at the three vampires and he looks at the three of you and says, well, I guess we'll get some answers now. 
And guys, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this evening. Well, that took an interesting turn. It was that's the so sweet good. skin's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of kind of picture Figs as like when he gets hurt or especially like bit like that. They don't really see the blood because it's kind of all running under his feathers, but it drips out by his feet. <laughs> kind of like old school anime it's like you don't see the blood but it's kind of running out his pant leg or something you know <laughs> like it, it's it's there but it's not just like obvious boy he was about to get that frenzied attack next time forgot <laughs> I had frenzy I was, I was swung on him twice honestly I was, I was wondering I was like ooh Figs might be in trouble here uh, Figs was down to 9 health <laughs> oh god <laughs> I was like, uh, Figs is hurting. He was ready to go back in there. Should have let me uh, offer the guy a drink, though. <laughs> Hana I wasn't mean, trying to let me be evil. Yeah, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're not stupid. No, I've, I've, I've kind of got, I, I kind of had a plan, and it was, you know, I think with him being out, I think that just kind of let me let me get a little bit more creative with with how what that plan is it's funny how we had another smooth skin in the in the group so he's gonna have to wonder how he feels about cling and clang now so was the dragonborn but smooth skin as in he ain't got fur or feathers like me and kitty <laughs> Oh, you and the, well, dude, I thought you and the cat, you and the cat must have bonded uh, off screen, unknowingly. Yeah, doesn't want to, yeah, you know, uh, full off eat him, but it's still at the back of his mind, his baser instincts. <laughs> They're not BFFs, but uh, neither uh, birds nor cats really like lizards. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, um, and I'm, I don't think I'll ever get them right. Uh, whichever one uh, yours was, Hannah, uh, definitely gained some respect in uh, Atho's eyes after just walloping uh, the last vampire with their hammer. Yes. Oh, Clang, dear Clang. Yeah, we'll get <sighs> Clang. We'll get Clang and Clang back next time. Oh yeah. We, we find out this dragonborn's related. Because all, all lizards are related, you know. They see Namir and they're like, oh, wow. Wait, I thought Namir was a tiefling. Yeah, Namir's a tiefling. Oh, 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 I was thinking dragonborn, sorry. Okay, I was like, wait. whole time oh. I was thinking she was a dragonborn. But smooth, <laughs> smooth skin still works for tiefling. Yeah, yeah it works, well, works better for a tiefling. Yeah. It's funny, uh... Kling and Klang would see t uh, Namira and be like, oh wow, she looks like a dragon. We are like dragons. We are going to be like her. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, that, that could be interesting. So yeah, one of us, if, if our characters die or have to throw something in, might have to be a, a dragon born for Kling and Klang. <laughs> <laughs> well, well one, of you, one of you has already played a dragon born. That is true. Oh man, how old Figs was about to go down today. 
Oh, man. That and uh, with a necrotic, you can't heal that amount until you take a long rest. I wasn't even thinking about that. At least, you know, like, like regular D&D mechanics. So you're that 11 or whatever you had necrotic damage, you couldn't technically heal. But see, guys, if I, if I become a vampire, I'd be like the first person with a beak and teeth. <laughs> have the sweet ass beak that has like jagged teeth sticking out the front be pretty cool guys be pretty cool uh, no your, your beak would just turn into a Capri Sun straw <laughs> and just jab it in like a, a, a winged a mosquito, mosquito. Or a, a, a feathered mosquito yeah, yeah. Uh, well that was that was fun though I'm sorry we got a late start on that, but I still think we got a good good little session on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's going to be an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes worth of time. Good time. Fun. We, we, still, we still got started right about now. So. That's true. Yeah. We made it through the whole thing without talking about food today, too. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. not completely, because the, the, the vampires said they were... But you oh, guys, oh, yeah, 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 we didn't have food discussion with you guys this time. Hannah, Hannah, that is the running joke: is that there's always a meal in every show. Really? Yeah, I yes. I, I, I don't think there That's was funny. one that we really missed in all of that, other than like uh, our side games. Yeah. And even then, this last one there was food. Yep. I hear my daughter upstairs crying for someone. I'll be back in a second. Well, I was gonna say I'm 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 pretty tired and I got I got yep. duty tomorrow. All right. So. Well, you I guys have a good night. Thanks for playing again, Hana. We appreciate it. Yes, yes I had a good time. Thanks for having time. me. Uh, of course, of course. And uh, the, the dynamic I guess is I'll see you guys in two weeks. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Bye. Have a good night. Bye, Craig. <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Jump off. I gotta go. Get ready for bed and pack my bags. I gotta go to Huntsville for a few days. Yep. All right, brother. We'll holler at you later. All right. Thanks, Bye Kenny. Bye, Hannah. Bye. See ya. Bye, Craig. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll continue with the Tidewater Tales on our next release. See you then. This podcast is a production of the Tortured Dome Podcast Network, copyright 2023.